Hi, my name is Dave Bingham, and I produce most of the videos that you watch here on YouTube for Ananda Worldwide. Um, back when we were shooting the Bhagavad Gita shows with Swami Kriyananda, between about episode 33 and 34, um, I inadvertently skipped putting, putting nine episodes up. And uh, I think they're important and they should go up. So we're going to go ahead and go back to chapter one right now for nine episodes. And we'll put those nine episodes up. Then there's about nine episodes that will conclude the series. We've also shot 52 17-minute shows that we'll be showing um, after this um, series is shown. And uh, they go a little bit more into depth into the Bhagavad Gita. Thank you and joy to you. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om, I bow to the Lord, Vasudeva. Joy to you, friends. We're still in that part of the Bhagavad Gita in the first stanza, first chapter, I should say, where <clears throat> Arjuna is faced with these um, warriors on the opposite side, the warriors of uh, his lower tendencies. And he's saying to, our, uh, to Krishna, I can't kill my own relatives. There's another point to be taken into account here. Those relatives are also ready to kill him. And hereby hangs a tale that when you start seeking God, the world will oppose itself to you. In fact, there, I wonder if there's anything that the world hates more than somebody who tries to be better than it is. You're not trying to be better. You're just trying to do something better try to seek higher values, but they will do their best to pull you down to their level. Dr people who drink, if somebody tries to quit drinking, they'll say, oh, come on, have another drink. They always try to get you into their own delusions. It's their way of fi finding some sort of comfort for themselves, that everybody's in this with us together. And so you will find that if you seek God, it's not a one-way one thing. It's not that you only have to fight their tendency to pull you. It's that they have a desire to pull you. They have a strong impulse to pull you down to their way of thinking. And the more you spurn their way of thinking, the fiercer they become. How, what is the attitude of a devotee? Well, there are different ones depending on your own nature. But, uh, for example, the, um, the way of secrecy, not to let anybody know. Jesus said, don't um, cast your pearls before swine, lest they uh, trample them in the dirt and turn again and rend you. And the truth is that, that uh, if you talk about these things to people who are not ready for them, they will not only reject them fiercely and furiously, but they'll probably try to hurt you also. Well, in this case, to be secretive about it, to be perfectly private about it is very understandable. 
and Jesus was saying the truth, and yet he was throwing them before swine, wasn't he? He allowed them to crucify him. And that is another thing that happens to people. Some people are, they, some people develop a certain contempt. That doesn't help them because then they only develop their own egos again with that contempt. There must be humility. And how can you be humble before values that you know are wrong? You can only be humble by saying, well, God is the doer. It is God who is acting through every person in this universe. And so what he wants, let it be is at his own rate, but I know what I want. This kind of feeling is fine, but what, what if you get a temperament like, well, like mine? I have the tendency to want to share with everybody whatever I know to be good and right. When I was in, a monk in the uh, Self-Realization Fellowship Ashram, I used to love skiing, and so everybody would love skiing with me, but now that I'm no longer there, none of them go skiing anymore. I have this tendency. I know when our president, Diamata, um, was trying to get me to do things, I said, look, that, that weren't what my guru had told me to do. But I said, look, even if you put me into washing um, dishes or cleaning toilets, I, I would do it gladly. But I can tell you this, that if I do, everybody will want to do the same thing. Because this happens to be my nature. I, I'm enthusiastic for what I really believe in. And it would be suppressing me to tell me not to talk about it. I have to talk about it. I feel for the suffering of other people. I feel for the pains they go through when they live wrongly. And it hurts me to see them suffer. And so it's not enough for me to say, well, you go your own suffering way and I'll go my own blissful way and everything will be fine. I don't care. They, they may kill me if they want to, but this is the only thing that I can do. And this is what, what happens when people reach liberation too. In the beginning, you reach the point where you've gotten rid of your ego. You no longer think in terms of, I want to defend myself, I am the doer. You realize that he is the actual dreamer of this whole show. And when you can absolutely convince yourself of that point, you know, I've used this illustration, I think, before, of a lake of ice. The whole ice is, the whole lake is covered with ice. If you were to try to press on all that ice, you couldn't possibly. Machinery couldn't do it. But if you took a little pick and drilled at one little hole, you could drill a hole at one point and go through into the water underneath. And so if you can drill your own ego, just go through your own ego to the point where you realize that it only manifests the, it's only a manifestation of the infinite, then you can come out of your delusion. So the way out of maya is to, the way of delusion is to understand that you are the key point to it all. You don't have to worry about other people's delusions. You don't have to worry about the rest of the universe. Where you are, if you really understand yourself, suddenly you've understood everything. And so, when you've reached that point, then you attain the state of nirvikalpa samadhi. There are two samadhis. The first one, you go into that state temporarily, but there's still a little bit of that ego left. It's the sort of I, John Smith, the nevertheless real am infinite but he still has this lingering memory of being John Smith. And when he comes out of his meditation, he becomes John Smith again. 
And from that point, it is possible to fall. Souls have fallen from that state. I have some reason to think that I once fell from that state. And when you do, you have to wander again, again, and again. But finally, you go beyond that point and realize that you are that. Aham Brahmasmi. And when you've attained Nirvikalpa Samadhi, you're free forever. The only thing is then you become a Jivan Mukta. A Jivan Mukta is one who is free in himself, but he still has the burden of memory. He remembers all those past incarnations of ignorance, of I, John Smith, who used to be a bandit, who used to be a merchant, who used to be a banker, who used to be this thing and that thing. And all those memories have to be gone through and released into the infinite. So you have to realize that it was God who dreamed all your existences, not just this one. And that may take a long time or a short time, depending on your wishes, really. I asked my guru one time, can't a person at that point just say I'm free and be free? And he said, yes, you can. But many people use that freedom, that, that uh, memory, as an excuse to come back and help other people to help their disciples to become freed. But when you become completely free, when all those memories even are uh, lost in the infinite, and you, John Smith, realize that it was God who dreamed for a while that he was John Smith and then became, John, then became God again, you become one with God. There is no John Smith to go back to. However, and this is a very important point, that memory of having been John Smith in all his different incarnations lingers so that if anybody prays to you, let us say, you can come back in that form. And this is the essence of an avatar. An avatar is one who is supremely free, who has attained absolute moksha, but he keeps on, he hangs on a little bit to that lingering desire, that desireless desire to help other people. And so those few souls who want to help others, are brought back again and again into this world to help others. This was the state of Krishna. This was the state of Jesus. This was the state my guru attained. It is the state I am trying to attain. And uh, we have to be very grateful to those few people who understood that the goal of life is union with God. Joy to you.